What's good? <laughs> All righty, daddy. There's a lady uh, who um, opens her morning show. Well, okay. she don't have a whole show, but um, she does like little blurbs on celebrities. And she always like begins it and ends it with "alrighty, daddy." <laughs> it sounds like um, my aunt talking about changing diabetes and stuff. Used <laughs> <laughs> to be like, "Someone so needs their diabetes changed." Diabetes? What are you doing? <laughs> I forgot that people used to use that word. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, so today we're going to be discussing um, and what is, in particular, what is healthy sisterhood, what does it look like, um, the importance of truth in your sisterhood, and why you don't want yes-mans in your tribe. So that's going to be our focus. <laughs> yes. Take, take the jewels around the constant hacking. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I guess for me, healthy sisterhood um, is like one of the most important things in my life um, because it keeps me grounded. And um, I've had a lot of associates or quote unquote friends, you know, um going up growing up and going through probably up till probably I turned about twenty three or so. Oh. And then I just started cutting everybody off left and right. right. Um and not just women, males as well. Um just something shifted in me personally that showed me I needed um different types of relationships and I guess my just grew for other people. They were growing for myself. Um, and like I needed moving forward to be a mentally and spiritually health, healthy and then be um, the types of people that I needed around me to continue to keep me awake and motivated and ambitious and driven and um, not participating in pity parties and things of that nature. And so after that shift occurred or whatever, I think that one of the most important things that I discovered that I needed was truth in my relationships. Um, and that's one of the hardest things I think for human beings because uh, human beings, you know, they say that they want the truth and a lot of times we can't handle the truth or don't know what to do with it after we've been provided with it. And so I think it's really something that you have to practice. Um, it takes years to become able to be comfortable with it um, and it takes a lot of growth. However, is one of 
the most important things that you can have in your life is to have people around you that are going to be completely honest with you. Um, be able to, to sit with it once they provide you with it. So that's kind of been how I got to here, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. that's that's interesting i guess um i i guess no i'm saying i guess because i'm noticing like what is that i'm noticing like a um it's not just hearing you say it but uh a lot of people that they don't really like kind of come around to understanding that perhaps like one of the biggest catalysts and um I guess the next stage in growth as a woman is, you know, dealing with the health of their relationships until they get and like start getting onto the other side of their twenties. And um, that's just been something I've been listening, I've been hearing and like listening for like over, um, over some years and hearing it's like a steady theme that it's like, I was I was way into my twenties, or I was into my twenties, or some people it's not until after they're thirty and stuff like that. Where it's like, um, well, maybe it's the interactions that I'm having with like other people, other women, and stuff like that. Um, I know people have like long time friendships and stuff like that from like high school, and like we've been friends since middle school. Or since we were 12 or 13, whatever it is, but it's not, um, they don't get to be those deep, lifelong kind of partnerships that are non romantic until they get like mature into their 30s and they start to um, understand that certain things in a relationship aren't important, certain things are absolutely important. I guess I guess once they you know really discover them sometimes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was just thinking that's very interesting. I think a lot of it has to do with self discovery because it's like, how can you attract what it is that you need if you don't know what it is right. you need? You know what right. I mean? So it's like I think you have to kind of have reached a certain place with yourself to realize that um, in particular with I'm sorry my daughter just texted me and it threw me off um, what was I saying Jesus Christ <laughs> uh, self discovery importance of, oh you know a lot of women that I have come in tune with that are particularly unhealthy um, mentally and spiritually, emotionally, just they experience this huge void in their life. And that void a lot of times is present because they are still carrying some type of uh, pain, hurt, anger, et cetera from childhood that they haven't healed yet. Uh -huh. And so a lot of this we don't realize is, is connected with our parents. Right. And there was something that we needed from our parents that we never got. 
and we never learned to provide it for ourselves and we never learned really as women for the most part um to seek that out maybe not from a man maybe not from a relationship with a man but from someone who can kind of reflect back to you what it is that you have experienced or are currently experiencing because they're experiencing it as a so not to devalue our relationships that we may have with males um, and be there, be there your mate or be there your friend or your brother or what have you. It's not to devalue that because those relationships are equally important. Right. However, um, there's something different that you get. There's a different kind of feeling that your spirit gets from another woman um, because she can understand you in a way that a man cannot, because their experience in this incarnation as a male is going to be very different from incarnating as a woman. And the void sometimes that we're carrying around, you know, we're trying to fill it with the wrong things. Are becoming really is not filled, but distracted. Uh-huh. We're we're momentarily distracted from the fact that we have this void in our lives. And in my opinion, sisterhood fills a good deal of that, Um, particularly for women who have had very negative relationships with their mothers um, or uh, have been under any type of abusive relationships, things of that nature, a lot of times we learn to become part of abusive relationships because of our mothers. Uh You know what I mean? So it's like, again, but all this, again, goes back to self and self-discovery because you got to start to unravel a lot of that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to really sit with yourself and figure out why the void is there in the first place, why you have different types of... um, relationships that you're attracting to yourself is that you're trying to get from these relationships and why it's not filling you um you all that has to be it's kind of like those uh layers on the onion or whatever we got to start to unpeel our bullshit and first of all accept that we have bullshit with us that's another thing you know we can't walk around the world like you know all 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 the women who want to say, oh, I, I can't deal with other women and blah, 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 blah. It's like projecting your bullshit onto everybody else's right. world and not acknowledging that you got bullshit with you too, right? In your relationships, there's a way that you're behaving. There's a way that you're interacting that is, is going to cause a response. So perhaps, maybe perhaps, you know, some of your failed relationships might be behaviors and your own shit that you know. And so again, this goal goes mm-hmm. yeah. you can't be honest with your sister and I heard with constructive criticism and not turn that mirror on yourself. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can't, I can't sit in and tell you, Fee, like, oh, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And I don't, I don't make that applicable in my own life. You know what I mean? How can I 
how can I lead you anywhere if I'm blind? I have to lead by example. And, and to lead by example, I have to implement those things in my reality. So, again, everything turns back on you first. Right. And then you move outward, you know? But going back to your point about um, relationships and the, I guess, the difference between a romantic relationship and um, the kind of familiar relationship that I guess his sisterhood brings. My question is, is it actually equally important? And the reason why I ask that is because when we prioritize, when we are prioritizing, like, um, I guess, emotional health and, um, I guess, spiritual awareness and that sort of thing, when we start to list off the things that are most important or that are, um, uh, I guess, the foundations and stuff like that, like, most women kind of have things um, like out of balance, like especially especially mothers, if you look at it like that, it's like um, my kids over everything when it should actually be like self-care is the most important thing. And when, and when you um, really look at uh, certain aspects of sisterhood, it's, it should fall under self-care because you need those kind of relationships to be able to... Um, unpack unpack the unpack trauma um to progress toward healing to be able like you said to get that mirror um and you need that as a part of to be able to take care of yourself and so it's like okay so if self-care is the most important thing you have to take care of yourself in order to be able to take care of anyone else if self-care is the most important thing and sisterhood is um an action related to self-care like when you're dealing with self-care you actually have to do sisterhood um is that relationship more important than any other relationship even even with your partner and your kids um i think i think that's a very um packed question um <laughs> Like, uh, because I can think of a time when one of my sisters, you know, at the time, and I was much younger than I am now, mm -hmm. you know, um, so my views on things may have shifted a little bit at uh, the present stage of, of life where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time when it was presented, I was very much in a long term relationship. Um, and... I had my sisters, I had my tribe, um, and so I had that support, but I don't think um, it was healthy enough for me at the time, I don't think my tribe was healthy enough for me to say this trumps right. my relationship. Um, and the reason why I will say is because there was a lot of pity party shit going on. This is this is during the time when I kind of shifted. Uh -huh. And I started to realize that a lot of the sisters were in unhealthy relationships or they were just generally unhappy, etc. And what was going on was a lot of, you know, phone calls where people didn't necessarily want to change the circumstances, but they wanted you to validate yeah. them. 
And that was a time for me where I was going through a lot of, a lot of shit, you know, and I was, I was having huge transitions. My relationship was, um, all over the place, like with my mate, you know, and on the rocks and things of that nature. And the, the, what I began to really realize was that all of our lives were really intermingled in a way that might not have been the healthiest. Um, so it's, it's like, you know, everybody was friends. Then the friends started coupling off. A couple of people got married. A couple of people, you know, were in long-term relationships. A couple of people were divorcing. Um, you know, all this going on at the same time. But this is all one group of friends that this came out of. And what began to happen was a lot of resentment, a lot of distrust, um, a lot of, uh, you know, male versus female and and let's all co-sign each other's bullshit because they're the the dudes is is the problem and i i never i'm a libra so you know i weigh everything so i'm I'm never gonna sit and say oh it's, it's it's all their fault you know what i mean like i'm an active participant somewhere and so what I decided was, I told sister straight up and down, like, listen, I'm not here for the pity parties. You know what I'm saying? If you want to call me and vent and, and and after you vent and you cry and you get it off your chest, you know, we, we start thinking about some solutions or how we're going to change some things. That's fine with me. But what I'm not going to do is get pulled into your shit. I get off the phone as an empath. Now I done took on all your shit. Now I'm taking that home to my mate and fucking up my relationship. Right. not gonna do you know what I'm saying and I think that most of uh, of us are not self-aware enough to realize that that's even a dynamic that's occurring right right and so you know all of a sudden now you're having problems with your mate at home and the dynamic you have no idea why you don't even know where this came from because everything was cool yesterday you know what I mean it's like yo like you got to kind of examine those other relationships and, and, and the other dynamics and what you as an individual are taking on. And so for me, it was like at that moment I had to decide, yo, my relationship with my mate is more important than my relationship with these women because y'all not healthy and y'all don't want to get there. Y'all, y'all want to sit up and like pop champagne in, in honor of feeling sorry for ourselves right. and that's what that that was not what I was here to do you know what I mean I'm here to challenge you as your sister to become greater and so for me at that moment in time it was like no that that was not gonna be put as a higher priority because it, it wasn't part of self-care you know what I mean self-care for me was removing myself or at least um in, in some of the situations, removing those people from my lives, my life. Um, and some others, you know what I mean? And, and I tried to do the best to show them what healthy sisterhood should look like, you know what I mean? And again, I can't make nobody else do nothing. I can only change me and transform me and suggest to somebody else through example how to do this, you know what I mean? Um, 
But nowadays, I would say it is definitely very high on my priority list. You know, is that because currently, you know, I'm pretty much single? Uh, Possibly. You know what I mean? Like, but I think something has shifted in me so much that, um, you know, were I to get married tomorrow, I don't think that my priorities would change very much. Um, because it's like that's something that I hold sacred and important to me and I have handpicked who I call my sisters and I have handpicked who I allow close to me Um, and so when when you actually are very conscientious creating your sisterhood and creating your tribe I think that that's what makes it a higher priority for you because it's, it's just as much you you put just as much if not more um work into creating that bond and and that relationship as you would a mate you know i'm not just gonna pick up any nigga off the street and be with him you know what i mean like there's certain standards and expectations that i have for this person and so that's the same way I behave with my sisters. That. <laughs> no, but seriously, <clears throat> that was a dope answer. Very, very balanced. So I think that that segues like really smoothly into um, the yes ma'am situation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God! It's like the bane. It's like the bane of my existence. <laughs> I cannot. I'm serious because I cannot manage. I cannot manage um, to be in the presence of it. I can't watch it. I can't participate. Um, you know how situations where they're like, okay, well, we're in mixed company, so you have to, you know, cross your legs with the ankles and behave yourself. I cannot behave myself in a situation like that. Um, mm. So, uh, and it gets to be like um, an energy suck. It's a, it's a power drain. And with, with as, as judgmental as I admit that I am, right, it makes it hard for me to not to not be like, how how are you like this how is this how is this dynamic okay how is it um how do you feel safe in a situation in a a so-called sisterhood situation wherein you have to be somebody else's hype person so like uh is that something that's being like reciprocated are you both hyping each other or like um it's not it's not sisterhood if you are a mentee. Mm. Right? Um, because while we may while we may hit different like hit hit different uh, plateaus and milestones and stuff at different times and we kind of reach back or reach out or reach to the side, you know, for our sister and help bring her together with us and stuff like that. We if you put us on a ladder, we're supposed to be standing on the same rung because 
at any given point in time, if I'm on a lower rung than you, you know, if our relationship is built the way that it's supposed to be, I'm not there for long, you know, and you shouldn't still be climbing while my arms are shaking, trying to hold on and trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not, um, that's not a healthy dynamic. Or I'll give you an even worse analogy. You shouldn't be, you know, stepping on my head to get to the next room. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but that, but, but that's like, that's, that is so, it's so pervasive. Like right now, if you, you know, we, we just like stand back and like do the one-on-one, like certain relationships, dynamics. I see people like, it's the end thing to kind of click up now. And so, right. um, but if you like look at the dynamic, there's always like the one superstar and it's like, these are my crew and they're like always in the background. And it's not about like um, who gets the spotlight and stuff like that because, you know, um, personality types and different things like that. But at the same time, there's this like kind of cynical um, underlayer to a lot of it where it's like, um, you like there are a lot of people building like adulation squads and um, like you know an applause section and peanut galleries and different stuff like that and where the, the relationships become threatened when um, anybody tries to step up to where you are and or even if they accidentally stumble to where you are, you know what I'm saying? Like the relationship, that's not, that's not the way the dynamic is supposed to go. It's not healthy that way, wherein it's impossible for one person to be able to handle um, standing side by side with anyone. Um, because that's not, that's not the point of sisterhood. You're supposed to be able to stand, you know, shoulder to shoulder. And if you can't manage that, then it's like, Like I lament, I lament that a lot of women don't have sisterhood, but I think that um, some women shouldn't be a part of if they haven't done the work to deal with the part of their ego that says that um, sisterhood is a code name for cheerleading squad, mm -hmm. right? So. And even on the other side, it's like the women who the women who are part of those groups. You have to look at you have to look at the not the mental state, but I can't find a better word, so we're gonna go with that. Um, the mental state of the women who are willing or seem to be willing to be in those situations, and you have to wonder what the motivations are. Are they trying to climb? Are uh, they trying to be superstar adjacent? Uh, like a number of things, but you wonder like what is the motivation be behind wanting to walk, you know, three or four steps behind someone instead of shoulder to shoulder with them. And it's to me, it's a it's a, it's, it's it's a byproduct of patriarchy. Uh, when I see relationships like that, they they definitely scream patriarchy. Um, wherein there has to be, like, there can be only one. It's kind of Highlander thing, and it's like, 
you know, anybody else step up to the plate, I got to take your head. And, um, and in order to not be chopped down, you're willing to um, back down, quiet down, make yourself small and that sort of thing. And it's like not understanding that any relationship that requires you to small up yourself is not healthy. That's, that's, that's like going over a lot of women's heads. And honestly, it's, a, it's, it's participating in an abusive relationship. Right. Because the act of, of backing down or the act of smalling yourself, if you look at the cycle of abuse, mm-hmm. it's pretty much one of those parts of the cycle. You know what I mean? You're just not looking at it like that because you're so familiar to looking at a man and a woman in a relationship dynamic or a woman and a woman in a relationship dynamic or a man and a man, you know what I mean, on some sexual um type of bonds rather than this is applicable to damn near every facet of our life and at any point when somebody is downsizing you is um kind of beating you down emotionally whatever it is you know what I mean like that that's an abusive situation and there are sisters who abuse sisterhood like that is a you know what I mean? And I think that there's not enough women who are aware that that you know what I mean? And we don't tend to look at our friendships, our associations, or any of that being capable of being a part of that process. And it very much is. And I think too, like when you're talking about the whole the the cheerleading squad and what have you, it's like, yo, there's legit people who want fan clubs. You know what I mean? Like they're not here for sisters. They want fans. You know what I mean? It's like I want to set myself up as the celebrity and you know keep these um, beautiful, intelligent women around me. You know that basically co-sign everything I say and do, whether it's fuckery or nah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's unhealthy, like you said, on both ends of it, because it's unhealthy for the the egomaniac that's in the center of it, because you're never going to have true sisterhood. If you cannot tolerate people being mm-hmm. honest with you, then you have a whole lot of growing to do. You know what I mean? Like you, you have some some illness within your yourself that you need to deal with. You know what I mean? Because part of growth is pain. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel good to grow even as, as human beings physically, you know what I mean? Like as you get taller, like you might have some aches and pains behind it. As we give birth, we have pain behind that. You know what I mean? Like you're put in situations that challenge you in life to grow and to transform and none of it feels good right so if you can't tolerate your sister being honest with you like yo boo that's like this shit you got going on over here the way you doing this you know let me holler at you about it because you got some stuff that you need to work on like if we can't have them type of conversations how can I challenge you to grow Right. If instead it's, oh, well, you can't talk to me like that. Oh, well, you who are you to tell me about what I need to do? And well, it's like, yo, like you're not ready. 
Right. And at the same time, you're robbing that person that's trying to be helpful and um, that's trying to be honest and helpful. You're robbing them of a growth opportunity because sometimes it it really is. It really is um, an exercise in growth to be able to be honest. You know what I'm saying? To be able to just, you know, not, you know, I mean, you don't have to be like. (laughs) <laughs> the devil you don't have to be tactless but it is a, some people are afraid of being alone so much to the point where they won't tell a person you know what the hell is really you know what I mean what it really is and that right. that's a big thing that's right. a lot now let me ask you this do you think that um one let me just say that a lot of women are so um unhealthy sexually that they they aren't able to fully comprehend the scope of a platonic relationship or, or a relationship where there's no um sexual interaction that is hard for them um to be able to uh flourish in relationships that don't require or include sex meaning that um you that usually in a relationship when stuff starts to get deep you know, um, or arguments start to happen. If you're in a relationship with your partner or your mate, um, you just have sex and then like people are happy with each other. But in, you know, um, relationships that don't require sex, you have to actually like discuss the issues and you have to talk about the problems. So the question is um, the same way that women that are tr- that are trying to grow refrain from uh romantic and sexual relationships in order to i guess get their shit together or get right with themselves is it important that women who you know especially in this this um kind of fandom dynamic is it important that women refrain from taking part in any kind of like deeper sisterhood until they're able to have, like, you know, to be able to manage a relationship with themselves. I think it always starts with yourself. So um, even if you're currently participating in uh, one of these type of so-called sisterhoods, right, it's like my advice would be to take a step back because if I'm yes ma'am and somebody to death, right? They can do no wrong and um, you know, everything they do in life is yes! You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I had a friend tell me, well actually one of my brothers tell me who I've had, you know, huge falling out spill with him for years and then like suddenly like back like nothing ever I mean and like um I'm just aware of his personality he's aware of mine and you know we move from there um but I remember him saying to me when we were much younger um we were teenagers I was a teenager anyway um and I remember him saying to me us relationships where everything is always love, peace, and happiness, and you never disagree on anything. Mm -hmm. 
He was like, because that's not real love. It's not. And that has stuck with me from probably the age of 18 years old till now, you know? And I applied that so many times. I've even tested it on purpose because if anybody knows me very well, they know that I experiment with high explosives, right? So <laughs> I'm a scientist. Like, I test theories, you know what I mean? Like, and so it's like I've tested and I've seen something test the strength of a relationship I've seen it fall yeah. you know hey days where it's like oh you wasn't you wasn't keeping it a buck like when when there, there's some stress added to the relationship like you get ugly you know what I mean you can't hand, handle certain things or whatever I would say to those sisters like really test it you know what I mean? Like, and in doing so, you're going to see that um, nine times out of ten, this person is not in the same relationship you're in. You know what I mean? Like, and, and what I mean is you've drafted something in your head that is not... ...haven't crossed yet. You will see the reality of the relationship that you're in. You will see the person's reaction. You will see you will see how they move from that moment. I can guarantee Hey, Putin, come here. Yes. Cookie by who? What are y'all doing? I, I told him he got help me fix the TV.
Now, um, we only have a certain amount of time for a segment, and she's trying to get me to get back on, but let's just hang on. Where should your tattoo machine go? Huh? Where should your tattoo machine go? I'm here. Are you hearing me clear? I put the headset on. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I went on a long rant and then evidently we needed to do a second recording. Yeah, momentum. <laughs> momentum comes back in on zero, like. So essentially, I think I had left off on people being slightly demented <laughs> if, <laughs> if they are um, tribed up with a whole bunch of unhealthy other people co-signing and yes-ma'aming and um, agreeing that none of them are the problem and none of them have issues and it's everybody else. Well, sorry, I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, maybe we could talk a little bit about like our personal dynamic and because I, I believe in giving people like kind of practical examples of things and how things work and um so you and I are very good about being like a honey with each other um and but we've also had some challenges where our personality types maybe um let me see like when we were talking about tactfulness and things like that. Right. And so um, how, we, how we do tact um, without being, uh, without losing, I guess, um, our honesty and our individual, um, what am I trying to say? What, without losing our individual 
individual personality and so what essentially attracted us to each other um so without not being ourselves I guess is what I'm trying to say so being able to stay authentic but also tactful well we got plenty of situations where we aren't tactful but I think um I think being able to just say you know just come out and like say it however you thought it I think that comes from um well, it did. I don't think it took us a long time, but sometimes for most people, it takes a long time to get to the kind of comfort and safety in a relationship where it's like, I know she doesn't mean me any harm. Mm-hmm. I'm probably like, I'm wilding. So she's talking to me like I'm wilding. So, um, which, which I think is astounding because um, a lot of people, it takes, well, especially with women, it takes some years and some and a great many um, face-to-face interactions, right? And I think that Mm -hmm. it needs to be noted, like, I think if people knew um, how little little FaceTime we actually need with each other, then I think they would be amazed Um, when I tell people and and how close um, we we are and have come to be. with very, very little FaceTime. Uh, right. And, and the fact that I don't, that it's, it's become, it's, our relationship has evolved to the point where I don't need to um, be around you for some, like, years so that I know, you know, your facial expressions and body language and all that stuff. I don't need to be sitting across from you to be able to understand where a message that you're giving is coming from. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. sometimes, you know, like some of the some relationships just get upended and destroyed because of, you know, messages that get misconstrued and people read things the wrong way and like all that stuff. And it's like one of the most difficult relationships to maintain is a distance one that consists of words on a screen to the, for the most part. Like most romantic relationships can't even manage that, right? But it's like we were able to um, I don't know I think it's I think it speaks to the reality of the tribe the whole tribe thing it's like when you know you know like your people and so Mm -hmm. it's like if I know my people then I know and I know that you're my people right then I know that it doesn't really matter how you say a thing you know what I'm saying? Either it's because, you know, we don't have time for you to tiptoe around me and I don't require you to tiptoe around me um, and vice versa. Or um, what are other reasons why it would be like taxes that really affect you? Or it's just, I, I just, in general, I know your heart. I know you're not coming from a malicious place. I know when you're talking to me, you're not trying to shade me. Like, you know, like uh, a thing that is a really heavy practice for women is like the backhanded compliments or um, in general shade. It's like whatever they say, if you record it, it sounds positive but underneath that thing. is like, this is just something for me. You know, like we don't have, right. right, we don't have like the thing. I don't need to come for you. Like that's not, um, 
not uh I don't think that's a, like a big part of our dynamic. We also have pretty dark um and similar like pretty dark and similar personalities as far as humor. So it's like you and you know our conversations, you know, <laughs> the storms and all kinds of stuff that makes fun of the universe and world in general. And um I don't, I don't think I've ever had a situation where there's been something that you said that is like, well, that made me feel some type of way. Wherein I couldn't say that made me feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and, and I think it, it speaks to, as far as personal dynamic, I think it speaks to uh, how familiar we you're, are. You're going in and out a little bit. Oh, sorry. Am I back? No, it's still, it sounds like a computer talking for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, is that better? A little bit. Oh. I don't know what it's doing. No, now it's lower. I don't know what happened. Okay, that's fine. All right. <laughs> You disappeared on me. All right, so um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, uh, I was. You were saying personally. I was saying personally. That's all. That's what I was saying. Well, that that was the last part you learned, you ended on. You were saying as far as as personally how things are handled. Oh, 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 oh! I was saying that personally, we're very familiar with who we are as people, and. Um, individually, we're familiar with who we are as people, um, and that's that's even eliminating the other of us, right? So it's like I know what I know what I require, I know what I can handle, I know what I can manage, and we we have our personalities are similar in that um, we're not easily shaken by like some shit somebody said, you know what I'm saying? Like, so um, it's even less so when you love a person. So it's like, ah, she said that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, we don't have, we don't like fall into the the hole of it's like, oh, it's it's sensitive. Like, I don't want to say, it's like, we'll say like, look, I'm not trying to be mean or whatever. And sometimes we don't even preface it, but it's like, this is happening X, Y, Z. Or this is the way I see it, X, Y, Z. And the the ability to know of yourself so much that you can hold a mirror up to somebody else and whether the reflection is ugly or gorgeous or whatever it is, the fact that on the other side of that reflection, we're still able to like hold each other up and all of the kind of stuff. Because I think our interactions can run the gamut of um, mad as hell and full on tears. Why, why, why? Uh, what are we going to do now? And then like laughing and joking about some shit. And it's like, okay, session done. <laughs> <laughs> but there, you know, there are a lot of instances where a lot of women can't, there are certain um conversations that they can't have because they can't 
um, transition between those things without worrying about offending each other. Mm. And I think that when we talk about like finding your tribe, like we know our people because our people aren't offended by the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, when we, when we find our people, we know like if they start getting like a little touchy because you told them the truth about something, then we like, ah, they kind of, they're not our, they're not our folks. You know what I'm saying? So it's like understanding that particular um, nuance and the, the dynamic of it is like, um, and I think the, the whole tech thing, it, it comes out of like um, an abundance of respect that we have. Like we each know that the other one is dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of women, it's like, they don't know, um, they don't know the gifts of the person that they are in the friendship or relationship or sisterhood with. They don't know the gifts, the inherent gifts of the other person. And um, like, it's cheap and it's, it's, it's cheap and it's very um, Saturday morning cartoon, but it's like, there are, there are certain elements in me Wherein, if I'm being honest about my personality, I'm very, um, I can I can be goofy as hell and have a good time, but in certain circumstances or we're discussing a certain thing, I'm very cold, very clinical, very tunnel vision. And where I don't have, in, in that moment where I don't have the ability to add levity, there you are. You know what I'm saying? And then... Um, and other situations where it's like where I don't have a certain puzzle piece, there you are. You know, and so that's I think that um we don't need we don't need to find people to complete us or anything like that, but um it's good to know that you know that the person that you're interacting with, you know, has some tools that you may not have. And be okay with them having tools that you may not have, because I see a lot of that too. It's like, you know, like somebody knows that they're not a very empathetic person, right? But they're in like the the space of a very empathetic and a magnetic person, so they want to um, like recreate the energy or they, what they believe is recreating that energy, and it doesn't quite come off, so it comes off very awkward and. Mm. and it's like a work like you gotta work hard like and stuff like that I, I don't see where we I don't see where we ever had to work hard at our relationship because we have and, and, and I'm not even saying that people need to be similar either um, but we share a lot of the same values and that was that was just a blessing that came out of it you know what I'm saying but when you find people that are your people then there can be a myriad of differences that don't interrupt, um, I guess, the sisterhood of it all. I don't know. That sound that seems very rambly and circular to me, but nah. I mean, I get it, and I think um, I think it's it's spot on and. My experience of our sisterhood has been like, 
one of the greatest blessings in my life um, because it's like, like I said, I decided a long time ago, I didn't want people around me who kind of, you know, I'm not a person that I need anyone else's validation, right? right? Um, And that's based on my own kind of experiences in life um, growing up and having to come to a place where I don't seek outside validation. I I need that from myself. And so, um, honestly, people, like, I, I have a hard time. You were talking about um, sisters who have a hard time with, like, accepting compliments and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, I have some of that, but it's not for the same reason. Like, it's not because I'm looking at people like, oh, you're you're kind of um, be a funny style mm-hmm. it, with your compliments and blah, blah, blah. Like, I can accept the compliment. It's not that. It's that I don't need you to compliment me. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and that's the difference with it. And so, you know, this is why I don't, I can't participate in the whole, like, it would never work for me, the whole fandom hood thing, right? Because I'm not looking for nobody to pat me on my head or pat me on my back. Like, that shit irritates the fuck out of me. You know what I mean? So, um, like, if you're the type of person who you're constantly like, oh, you're so dope, and oh, look at all these great things you can do, like, it's creepy. I mean, it would, yeah, it would annoy me, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, um, even even in mate situations, it's like I don't need that. You know what I mean? I don't need you to constantly, um, you know, compliment me or um, whatever. Like to the point where people be like, "Yo, like you don't want compliments," and it's like it's not that. It's that I don't need that from you. You know, um, and and I try not to come off cold when I state it. You know what I mean? But um, that's just part of my personality. You know, and so. I think that that has been one of the greatest things kind of in our relationship is the fact that neither one of us really need that. You know what I mean? Like as individuals, we know our skill sets, we know our talents, we know our abilities, we know, um, you know, how magnetic we are. And it's like, yo, this, this person right here, they just add so much more to my life. You know what I mean? And it's like, being able to see somebody as that blessing and bringing this other greatness into you is a very different experience than, um, you know, like you were saying that whole, like, oh, you complete me. Because in order for something to complete you, there has to be a void there. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I think because as individuals, we worked on that void piece, you know what I mean? Um, our experience of sisterhood has been very different um, than say we may have had with some other sisters because we were just at a certain point when we came together. Um, I think that it does help that um, we kind of have very similar personalities, right? But then there's some very different things about our personality that um, allow for you know, us to kind of have checks and balances in our relationship. And, you know, there's times when I call you where I'll be like, okay, you know, I needed to talk to my other conscious. You know what I mean? And when I'm saying that is that that you're my checks and balances. Right. I, I know that you will say, yo, you're on one. Like, take a breather. You know what I'm saying? Have a seat. Get you a glass of water. You know what oh. I mean? Like, 
um, whatever. And or or you'll be like, no, you're. I understand why you're feeling like this, and I think that's a proper response. You know what I'm saying? So either or is like I know that if I call Felicia, I'm going to get the truth. You know what I'm saying? Where if I call somebody else, I might not get that. I might get, um, you know, somebody trying to soothe my ego or somebody who completely just is on the other side of it and just completely empathetic. I mean, excuse me, apathetic. Um, and just is like, whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's about balance to me. Um, as far as like tactfulness, like, and that's, that's why I was, um, prefacing it with before, like, um, me as an individual, there's times when, um, I say whatever's on my mind, like that's just the type of person I am. Right. However, um, when it comes to people that are very close to me or whatever, it's like I'm. I've taken years to kind of do that whole think before you speak, right? And so, not that the people around me are uber sensitive or whatever. It's just that I try and make sure that I say what I'm saying in a way where it's um, it's at the proper temperature, and it also actually um, As- it actually says what I'm trying to say right Right. so rather than it coming from an emotional place or um you know or just a a super logical place right because I can be super analytical as well and left left left-brained just as much as I can be right so it's like trying to again as that Libra find that balance and be able to say what I got to say in a way where it's um the person's going to be most receptive to it, I guess. Um, However, in that, right, so there's been times where it's like something may occur, and so I might not say something immediately. And this is is just something I've had to work on as an individual over the last couple of years. So it's like I might not say something immediately, and then it's like I tend to, like, okay, well, I let that go, and then something else happens, and, and and then it's like, okay, well, I was feeling this kind of way about this before when this happened or whatever, and it's like, so my kind of charge to myself has been deal with each situation it occurs, right? So rather than putting off till later on or it's like sometimes you don't have that time to think before you speak, basically, you know, and trying to find the most tactful way to say what you got to say um, because you, you can't really move on until you do, right? Mm-hmm. Because what you're doing is you're dragging that baggage with you into the next situation. Um, so that's that's been something that has caused me growth, you know what I mean? And it's not just with you. It's, it's a couple of people that are really close to me that I behave like that with y'all. Um, and so... And being two of y'all in particular brought that to my attention. Like, yo, I'm not, like, super squid feelings type of person. Like, why are you behaving like that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about y'all. It was about me. You know what I mean? So it was more so things that I'm trying to teach myself 
um, I guess in what I envision me as a better person looking like, you know what I mean? And, and so it comes down to how I say things. Um, and that might be because I can be a sensitive person, right? So like I said, it might not even be about y'all. It might be about me, right? And so how I would want somebody to bring something to my attention, that might be more so what it's about. I don't know. Um, but I think, again, knowing yourself is important for knowing your interactions with somebody else. And it's like, if we hadn't kind of been on these processes of self-discovery and self-knowledge, on our own, like, it would have looked very different if we had it came together, you know, at, maybe at some other point of our lives. Um, and I think that um, the greatest part of it, though, is like, like you were saying, where it's like, all right, maybe I, maybe, maybe now we're having to deal with a third or a fourth sister, right? Uh-huh. Who maybe she's sensitive, or maybe she's, um, you know, not quite in a place of being able to hear direct truth, right? So it's like, um, I know your nuances so much that I know when to step in and be like, all right, pause, because Felicia might bite your head off. Like, you know what I mean? And, and vice versa, right? Because for as much as I can be diplomatic, I can be a beast, right? So it's just like, it's just, I think, different things trigger those things within us. You know what I mean? Um, you don't have a tolerance for certain things that I might have a little more patience for and vice versa, right? So it's like, um, I think that because we know each other to that degree, um, we're able to circumvent some catastrophes before they happen, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I think that, nah, seriously, because I think that, that like, with as much as we have to to offer in sisterhood and give to another sister, it's not easy to be our sister. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, it, it, it's, it's work in that you need to be in a certain place and you need to be able to know me in a certain way that um, I can be honest with you and I can be, um, you know loving in a way that might be tough love sometimes right so it's like that could be a complete catastrophe for somebody else though who's not ready you know what i mean and so it's like how many times have we had that right and 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 the thing is though it's like i don't ever want to turn a sister's head away from sisterhood because of she's not quite there yet because there's a difference between somebody who's never going to be there because they just completely don't want to deal with their stuff and somebody who just needs a little push in the right direction or maybe um maybe she needs you know some nurturing energy or you know what I mean like sometimes it's about the energy that you give and the current and the temperature you know what I mean versus um somebody who just can't handle none of it and so um I think that kind of when we, it's almost like we interview people, you know what I mean? Like without intentionally doing it, you know what I mean? And um, 
and and it's not just for oh well to allow you like on some ego shit to allow you to be in our presence or whatever but it's also for their health you know what i'm saying because it's like yeah maybe you're not ready to deal with me you know um I tell people all the time, I'm the type of person, like, you either love me or you really hate my guts. You know what I mean? Like, there's really no in-between with dealing with my personality, and I'm okay with that. You know, because the people who love me freaking love me. And um, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I don't feel like I'm missing out. I have enough people who genuinely care about me and teach me and guide me and you know counsel me and are there in ways that I need them to be so it's it's not like you know oh my my love to hater ratio you know throws me off track or whatever like but there are sisters who they just need more um fluffy love you know and and we we've experienced a lot of that too and and some of the groups that we participated in and whatever and you know i i feel like that fluffy love though is kind of what leads to the fandom and the yes ma'aming you know because it's like nobody wants to hurt anybody's feelings nobody wants to be you know completely honest everything is just you know yes girl and you go girl and you know even if if it's like oh well you are jumping out the window with no parachute you know what i'm saying it's like well you did that you know what i mean and it's like mm. it's like yes my makeup my makeup is on point today but that's you know that that shit i did the other day was fucked up and you won't tell right and, I, and it's like it's a big problem for me And especially when we're talking about because, you know, all black girl really is founded in sisterhood leading toward business and networking, right? So it's like if your foundation is set up where it's like with that yes ma'am shit and you you are incapable of critiquing one another um, constructively in an effort to improve not only your relationship with one another but improve as individuals it's like okay so when you head into working with other women and networking for business purposes and collaborating in business and things of that nature right it's like so now when we start dealing with business and money um we can't be honest right no. you know what i'm saying no. like we gonna have businesses fail right because business is is a very different beast right and so that's that's the arena where you want to be able to be 100 percent honest you know that idea fucking sucks and it's not going to work right or <laughs> you know or um maybe you might want to approach it in a different way you know or or pull in you know somebody else who that's their actual expertise because you have no background in this shit sis you want to start you know, a restaurant, but you can't cook. <laughs> yeah. Like you living on TV dinners. Like, mm, maybe you might want to, you know, network with one of the other sisters that that is her expertise. So, but you have to be able to hear that you eat TV dinners, and that's not your lane. Right. You have to be able to hear that and sit with it and be like, okay, but I really want to run a restaurant. Well, maybe you're great at 
business management and maybe you are great to run the right. restaurant, but maybe not be a cook. Right. Prime example that's not even business related, right? I used to always be bothered every year when American Idol would come on and they would have those people on there that sound horrible. And it's like, they don't have no friends. They family members don't love them. Um, and I would say that because, and then people be like, how you know? It's like, because they let them do this. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's telling them that, you know, while I enjoy your enthusiasm and your energy and all that is great, you can't sing, my G, like you can't. And so... That's not your lane. Right. It's like, this is not where you need to pitch your tent. You know what I mean? You need to, maybe you're, you're, you, you, maybe you're an excellent dancer or maybe you can write the hell out of a song, but you can't sing it. Like it's a whole bunch of other things, but it's like, where are your people at? You know, right. Where are your people at? Because I, I can't, I, I don't, I don't, I'm going to put it this way because I'm like the Terminator out here. I, I validate people's friendships and their sisterhoods if nobody's telling anybody the truth. And if you don't get a couple of tough truths, like, or more than a couple of tough truths, you're not growing in said relationships, said sisterhood, said friendship. And I invalidate the thing. I, I will stamp that shit with void. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't. And it doesn't mean like you got to be all in conflict and judging the hell out of each other. That's not what that means. But it means that, you know, even from the smallest thing, like how you, how your friends let you come out here looking like that? You know what I'm right. saying? To something like huge, like this is a mistake. You're going to lose all your money type of thing, you know? Um, and, and, and wherein we could tell each other those things without trying to hold them back from their dreams. Maybe it needs to be, the dream needs to be massaged or you need to turn the sculpture around a little bit and look at things from a different angle or whatever else. But if you not, if you don't have that um, ability, I guess, or that open space or that free space to be able to say, that's bullshit. I, I completely do not, I don't, I don't, I, I don't hold as much respect. You know, if, it, if you want to call, don't call it a sisterhood. Don't, you know, if you want to be casual friends or acquaintances or whatever, that's fine. Like, I'm, like I, I'm not trying to, like, see everybody alone because your shit ain't, like, on point. You know, it's not that. It's just um, to have the knowledge that you know, that you need something deeper and that everybody requires something deeper. And, it, and, it, and it's okay to require certain things in your relationships with other people. The same way you require, oh, I require this dude to, he got to pay this and he got to do that and all that stuff. It's okay to have <coughs> certain standards and your friendships and your, and your, and then your sisterhood in general. It's okay. And, that's okay. and it's okay to know that that might not occur with all your sisters right. immediately. I feel like I've been blessed that I have a tribe of sisters that really, it was like on some long loss, like known you forever from the moment I met. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, that really, that really is is outside of the norm I'm aware of that you know what I mean 
Um, but that's also because I think I've tuned myself to a place where it's like I see them. I could be out walking down the street and, and the crazy shit is how I know that I'm in tune in that way is because I've had other women do it to me. You know what I mean? Like we see each other, we freaking stop. And it's like, yo, that's tribe right there. You know what I mean? And that's my sister spirit. And you can just look at each other and, and there's a feeling, an energy that, that exchanges that you might not ever see that right. person again, but you know that that person is part of your tribe. Right. So it's like, but then there's others that, like I said, they might not be quite there yet. Um, but they're sent into your life maybe for you to teach them how to get there, right? Or they're sent into your life maybe for them to show you um, how to help sisters to get to a certain place. You know what I'm saying? And so all of that requires work. And so it's like there are going to be sisters who... <laughs> It might not be this immediate, you know, oh, I can be completely honest with you. That might take some some time, right? And a lot of that is based on how much healing and self-discovery a sister has as an individual, yeah. right? So the universe, the universe um, ain't finished with me yet. I'm still trying to grow right there because patience, right. no tengo paciencia. Like I like I <laughs> to to I can't like I I'm still mothering my babies, you know what I'm saying? And so it's hard. It's not that I'm incapable, but it's it's really hard to kind of like it's hard to open yourself as as sensitive as I am empathetically to somebody who needs their spirit mothered in a way. I don't know if that makes well, and I think that's an important distinction, though, because it's like, again, going back to those relationships that we've had with our own mothers as as children and little girls, right? And that void, it's like, I'm not here to be your mother, though, right? So that, go, that goes back to setting up that whole, um, you know, I'm... I'm on this rung and everybody else must stay on that rung. That's, that sets you up as the celeb or as, um, you know, the head honcho and for everybody to be your subordinates because it's like a mother and daughter relationship is very different from sisterhood, right? That, that's, that's a very different dynamic. And so it's like, yeah, I'm not here to be nobody's mother, right? I am the mother, but so are you. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, if if you need that motherhood dynamic, then, you know, I suggest that you seek that out from some of our elders, right? Because as your contemporary, I'm not capable of that type of energy for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would drain me too much. Right. And that's not my job as your sister. Like, my my little physical sister, my job is not to be her mother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she has one of those. Now, whatever that relationship looks like is what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, there there may be some needs there as as sisters that we have for having that mother energy, right? But it, it's not um, 
up to us to provide that I don't feel like for one another um I think our relationships are a little different than that dynamic you know what I'm saying so I understand that okay so we have what 40 minutes I think 40 we'll see let's do an experiment (laughs) okay so um <laughs> but yeah, the, the, yeah, I, I didn't know whether I was putting that the right way or whether that was making that clear because it's not, you know, sometimes it comes across a lot of people were like, and you really got that whole no new friends thing down. It's like, it's not even that. It's like, I see that you need a mommy and like, I'm not able to provide that for you. I have no intention to, I don't even desire to provide that for you. But I love you. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, so to put that in kind of coherence, make that make any kind of coherent sense. I'm not walled off from new relationships, new friendships, uh, welcoming anybody into the tribe. If you tribe, you tribe. Like it's just, it is what it is. But um, I'm I'm not I'm not a den mother. Despite despite people teasing me and saying that I, that's the way I act, but I'm definitely not a gen mother. Let's see what happens. Oh, 40. Okay, we went past it. Uh, here playing with the clock like double there, like oh oh, is they gonna get us? But um, hey, what what else we have? Right. What else do we have down there? Um. No, no, yes, ma'am. So no, yes, ma'ams, and your no, yes, ma'ams, and your tribe, healthy sisterhoods, and truth. Oh, did we cover everything? I, I think we may have. Word up. Hey, word up. Hey. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, so. I guess no seriously but like I think I think we could talk about the whole yes man thing forever because it's like oh it's the biggest sore spot I have with um the action of sisterhood and the construct it's like the biggest thing that the biggest like sore spot I just it's like the emperor's new clothes kind of thing. It's like, I don't know. I just, like I said, it, it just never really computes for me the need to be um, either a part of the, like, the little clapping gallery. It's like, I don't know. I just, I, I've, I've never preferred, not that I wouldn't want to see anybody shine. See, that's something we got to talk about too, is that Nobody, we're not saying that we don't want to see nobody shine individually because um, if you could look at people like Beyonce, like the world over, people worship her. But her immediate circle, if they, you know, let them tell it, um, there are, there's, she's not, you know, Beyonce to her people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not a thing. And she pulls them up um, right beside her. 
but um as far as you know anybody will and anybody will admit <laughs> so um but it's mm-hmm. like those other like relationships it's like why are y'all creating these little microcosmic Beyonce figures in your own group and calling it sisterhood that's not you know what I'm saying like that, and they, you know, they walking you around on the little, you know, the little daycare leashes <laughs> and shit like that. And you, and you scared, you scared to, um, you scared to confidently like use your voice and different things like that. Cause you might seem like you shade or try to outshine or whatever it is. And it's like, why, why go through any part of your life where you have to worry about that? And, and- now that I think about it, I think that might be some of that motherhood, daughterhood kind of um, validation seeking as well. Because a lot of times that person is set up as the authority. And, um, you know, well, if they say it's cool for me to do this or, you know, start this business or, you know, do this blog or, um, you know, go sign up for this uh, showcase or whatever, you know, whatever it is, it's like it, it requires their stamp of approval. And it's like, that's not what sisterhood is about. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that still is, is to me, that mother-child dynamic where it's like, I require you to okay what I'm doing in life. And it's like, um, sisterhood takes into consideration your, your opinions, your thoughts, your um, what have you about my ideas and, and the direction that I'm headed in, et cetera. But it is not the final authority on my right. life. And I think that is the difference between you know, what people are calling sisterhood that looks like, um, you know, the the kid on the leash versus yeah. sisters that are really holding each other right. up. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. I, I just, my brain just went into a whole little, um, a thought ring. It's like, so the thought ring says, so where do we start with them? Like with women? Um, mm. Because it, the fact of the matter is sisterhood as an action, that's not common knowledge. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women that don't know how to do sisterhood, but it looks cute. And it makes you seem interesting. Um, if you can, like, these are my girls, you know, so and so gang, 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 you know, like whatever. But um, the actual action of it, when, like, you were saying earlier, like where the stressors come up and you discover that nobody wasn't ready. Um, and it's like if you if you leave things so so superficial, right? and you believe that you have true sisterhood and you don't y'all no nobody actually cracked the surface y'all not out there with y'all picks and axes digging into this thing 
then if something really goes down, like you turn and look and see like where's my crew and ain't nobody there. It's like so the person crying in the club, like where y'all niggas was at when I got jumped. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So um yeah, it's it, it just it just became a really like eyebrow furrowing thought, like where do we start with them? Um, not that not that we are like the um, number one authorities on it or anything like, but I think we're doing damn good. Like we 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 get it. You know what I'm saying? I think. Um, and I think it's about who wants to take it on. Right. You know, it's not necessarily about being the authority on sisterhood, but it's the fact that um, we actually have the drive and the desire to we we see an issue we see a problem and we have some solutions and so all we're doing I feel like is offering up some solutions to have an impact on on the world really because this is a worldwide um, kind of issue that if we begin to chip away at it and we may not be the only ones, you know what I mean? Maybe we are going to inspire somebody else to begin chipping away at a different part of it, right? But in the act of chipping away at it, we are slowly improving A, women as individuals, B, women as mm -hmm. tribes, and then C, through that, hopefully, communities and then the world. Yeah, you got to stop this whole thing, this this cycle thing. I was about to um, say that, you know, um, like sometimes it gets, the point gets missed that uh, there's a certain amount of focus on womanhood uh, that needs to happen within the sisterhood. And it's like, not that only women can have a sisterhood or whatever. Um, if you teach them early enough and you teach them like, what, what the overall health of it is supposed to be, of course, sisterhood can happen amongst girls too. And we that's also that's ultimately something I like to see. But um I think I think women I think there are a lot of women. Um wherever you mess up be in this and be in this recording. Um I think there's a, a significant amount of women that don't understand um womanhood. And, yeah. and what it requires and the, the maturity that has to underlie it. And, um, and that's not to say that this is all supposed to be so like solemn and everything like that. Yo, have a blast. You're supposed to be able to have a ball, which is right. But the womanhood aspect, when that's missing, that's when you have like the petty shit. And mm. The falling outs and all that kind of stuff, like but like the, the womanhood, the, the 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 parts of womanhood that make you as a person say, like, yo, my my sister is shining really bright and I wanna see her shine and I'm going to uh, help her in any way that I can and not not because um, we're her subordinates, but because I want all of us to do that, and I see it for, for us all, you know that type of thing. 
um, it, it, it kind of eliminates that whole, well, why not me kind of thing, you know? And you, you, if you want to have any kind of healthy sisterhood, you can't have that kind of, um, that kind of approach. Why her and not me? Because it's, it's supposed to be us. It's all of us. So, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think that the, the concept of what's grown, I guess, quote unquote, grown and being a grown woman, what that is, like, you know, some women, um, you see that all over the place. I'm a grown ass woman. It's like, why? Because you have a vagina or like, what's the, what, what makes you a grown ass woman? And do you understand any of the, the ramifications of that? Do you understand what that actually entails outside of your anatomy or your gender performance or whatever it is? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Did we lose your kid? You got us again, 55. <laughs> I was watching, I think it started before that, um, around 51 talking, and you couldn't hear me. Right, right. I couldn't. I don't know. Um, one of one of the things that I was um, saying was um, that's why that whole tagline because we are is so important um, because it comes from you know the African philosophy of I am because we are and um, that speaks to that side by side piece you know what I'm saying because. I'm only as great as my sisters are, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, if I'm over here shining and doing wonderfully, but my whole tribe is falling apart and, you know, this one is about to be homeless and that one is, you know, getting beat by her husband and this one is, uh, you know, dealing with her anger management issues and consistently getting drunk, going to the club, getting in fights. Mm -hmm. Like, well, how how much am I really shining? That I got all these women around me that are in complete chaos, and I can't assist them to come out of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how much am I really shining? And that's something that we have to ask ourselves as individuals. You know what I mean? Like, how do I help you to come up as well? Um, and so for me, it's like, it's, it's so much more than just this. Because a lot of people look at um, at the intersection of, of sisterhood and business and that shining piece as, you know, just financial wealth. But it's like, what, what's up with the spiritual wealth, though? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, because you can have all the money in the world and be an unhappy, miserable person, you know, um, who is unloved and incapable of giving love. Um, and so it's like the, the, the most important thing to me for my sisters to have is um, spiritual health and spiritual wealth. You know what I mean? Because that's what's going to get you through any of chaos and confusion, transformation, storms in your life. You know what I mean? Is being able to say, hey, I have I have this wealth of knowledge, experiences, understanding that have got me to this point, right? So I'm not going to fall apart right now. Um, and this is the moment when I need to call on my reflections to kind of remind me of who I am and how I how far I've come and how I got here, right? Maybe we need to talk through some of that, right? So that's what sisterhood is more so about for me um, at, at its greatest base is kind of like, yo, being able to know that um, we're here to help each other rise up. Um, and that first level of rising up is on a spiritual, healthy level. Um, because again, you cannot, you can't give what you don't have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, um, so it's starting with I am. It's like, that means that you got to deal with it on some individual level. But I am because we are means that you have a group that is adding to the individual. And there's there's a, a interaction and exchange of energy that is causing everyone to come up together and or fall together. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's really about who that um we and who that I is or are rather. You know what I mean? Like so if you have a group of unhealthy people then the individual is going to remain unhealthy. Mm-hmm. If you have one unhealthy motherfucker, that's going to affect the group. You know what I mean? If if they're allowed to continue being unhealthy. Because the reality is, like you said, sisterhood is an action, right? That You have to do sisterhood. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you're doing it in an unhealthy way to affect the rest of the sisters right. line. So that was just my little last, um, I guess, say on the thing on the of thing. sisterhood. Oh. On the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, just want to let our listeners know that we will be here um, doing a podcast uh, talking about different aspects of sisterhood and um inviting them to leave us messages on anchor um if they have any feedback and we welcome the feedback um, also they can visit us um on instagram at alt black girl a l t b l k g r l same on facebook and the website girl.win 
And anything else that I'm forgetting? No. Nope. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, no. We did, we did that. Okay. No, I, I think on, on this on this app, like people can, they can leave questions and stuff like that. Yeah, so they can record voice messages even that we can add to um, future episodes. So that's really cool. All right, so let me say this. Okay, so you could be listening to this in a number of places, but if you want to interact directly with the show, you can download the app. It's called anchor.fm and favorite us on Anchor at alt plus black plus girl. And um, that way you'll get notifications on when we're on and you'll be able to record questions and responses and like um, my sister said, you can you can be interactive and we'll respond to you because we, we talk to people. <laughs> but yeah, so all, if, <laughs> if you're listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud or the number of other places that this will get distributed to, um, if you want to interact directly with the show um, through the show, go to anchor.fm on uh, iOS devices or Android device. Um, but you can also message us at any of the other places. Okay, that's it. Ta-da. 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 All right. Well, thank you for everyone who listened in. We appreciate you, and we look forward to building with you in the future. And tribe up. Yo. Yeah.